I couldn't help but hear the dulcet tones of my old tag team partner, Scott Jackson, uh, talking about the bar mitzvah. And uh, I've done one, and I'll tell you what, you better be lifting some weights. You can come in there strong, too. It's a great experience. I um, Speaking of an experience, um, the Clark cam. You know, the thing about Caitlin Clark, and I, I checked her game out again. I saw her when she went into the Infinity Center and tore the place up, and the Terps came out. Brenda Freeze, Coach Freeze is a beast. And now she's had some major injuries. It's not a full loaded deck of Terps, but you couldn't tell by their effort. And the arena, you know, the Infinity Center was, it was juiced up. They came out and uh, they competed. Had they been better or more proficient at the free throw stripe late, who knows, but they weren't. But let me tell you about Caitlin Clark. She's better than advertised. You know when you hear about people, it's one thing. I mean, you was you was a you, you was a you know schoolboy baller. It's like people come out to see. Hey man, it's Anthony Haney. So people come out and they go, I, I. No, when you come out and see her, they go, No, she's better than advertised. What I love about seeing greatness is the facial expressions of somebody that's loaded with game. I'll never forget the classic showdown. Haney versus. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a classic. It was a well. A, a the buildup, yeah. The buildup before we knew. Mm-hmm. State the, of the, the art. The buildup was state of the up. art. Yep. It was laid out. It was a chat. <laughs> no, it was no different than these internet things that are set up now. YouTube sensation goes in the ring again. That's what we was. Because that nowadays, back in the day in my era, that would have been a farce. But in today's society. It could have very well been the real deal. We didn't know as much trash as Nell Nell talks. You know, we didn't know. Haney versus Nell Nell, Georgetown Prep. And, of course, Hoffman shows up, video, because he's always video ready. The one thing I love about Craig is that everything's documented. Ain't no he said, she said. It's, it's like my, my old boss, George Michael. Let's go to the videotape. So it's all documented. Ain't no he says, no, we got the tape. So this classic showdown, for those of you new to the game, between Nell Nell and, uh, and Anthony. So <clears throat> we now know that that was no contest. Yep. But Caitlin Clark, her facial expressions – I don't even know if you put a heart monitor on her. I don't even know if her pulse is elevated at all. And I hate to compare people because, see, unlike you, because of your age, and I hope your father is listening too. Shout out to Mr. Haney. Did a hell of a job. Hell of a job. I saw Pistol Pete marriage. Married. Mm. And I'm so sorry. See, what really sucks about life is when one of these comets, one of these phenomenons is taken away early. Because all this they talk about, this goat, and y'all didn't see Pistol. I saw Pistol. Oh, ho, 
filthy. Okay, tomorrow noon, I'm on the airways. Uh, the coach, I'm gonna ask him specifically when coach joins me tomorrow noon, because I don't think we talk enough about and with this NBA All Stars. When the spirit of hoops, every year I try to make sure, you know, I really get down about Pistol Pete Maravich. Cause the dude, the stuff he did, it was it's, it's legendary. Like we've had some cats do it on Schoolboy Legends and Ones. He doing all that on hardwood in real games, just toying with people, clowning them. And his old man was a coach, which you know is even a harder barrier. So all I'm just saying, Caitlin, she's doing things like Steph's doing now. And we know, and when I say that knowing that it's more strenuous for a woman to do things exactly like a man. Mm-hmm. Just phys- phys- physically, uh, when I'm telling you, she's putting up threes like Steph. Dude, I'm not, and I'm telling you, I'm sitting there looking at this thing going, no, she didn't. Now she said it yesterday. She was like, y'all knew I, y'all, y'all knew I was going to pull a, a, a logo three to break the record. She See, and that's what I love clutch, about it. And she made it. And her facial expression was like, yeah, what? <laughs> now what? What? I'm telling you what. Gino and his girls, what he do to the Huskies? Because that boy, that's my dude. He's a stole cone gold thug. Mm-hmm. And and now, down in South Carolina, she's saying, we don't, we don't really care about oh, you. Oh, yeah, Don. Started with Pat. Yep. You know, Pat was like, hey. But see what was happening, and Coach used to always say, "Look, he loved girls' ball. He always talked about Coach in Tennessee and South Carolina State had a had a it was a dog it was a vicious program, and so I know, and I'm always going to be sympathetic sympathetic to it because I know what the Negro leagues had to go through in baseball." Because my father played baseball like that, Marines, the whole thing. So I'm going to always mention anything that involves segregation because I saw the difference that they couldn't play. Imagine if I could not play with the other kids, not because I didn't have enough skill to do it, but simply because of the complexion of my skin. That was the only reason I couldn't play. Now, if I had to live with that, which I only was denied a position of choice. I could play on a team, but I could not play quarterback at a specific time, 1970. So, but that was it. But at least I got on the tail end of that. And I referenced that point to say, whereas Doug Williams jumped over there, he got that, he was at that last point, and we talk about it a lot, and he got over that hump and then was in a, environment that he had an African-American coach in HBCU and went different. Also, no, and grew up around with Warren Moon, who went through a situation where he had to go out of the country. So I'm not telling you what somebody told me. I'm telling you about the brothers I grew up with and saw the challenges, the guys having to go to junior college or having to move out of California simply to do something that they simply wanted to do and had the right to do it, but were denied because of the color of their skin. 
which elevates me now to this gender equity thing that I'm so excited about that now I see packed arenas, girl ball. And the level of play, it ain't no joke. I thoroughly love it. Now, I was watching Gino and his crew because they were vicious the last decade. I mean, the Husky girl, it was like, look, it, it was almost unfair. And he was pushing. And now I love it because others caught on, matted, and beat him. He needed to be beaten. You don't want just one power. No, no, no. You want it to the point where he can't be dominant. Well, other people are winning. Cheryl Swoops, all that. You know, we had um, at UCLA, you know, you go through periods, you have a super team. No, no, we want a super league. We want it to grow all over. That's growth. So it's, I know Husky fans don't like it, but it had to happen. Not a great team. We need a great league. Now we're watching it mushroom into soccer. Now soccer. I mean, first I heard it's 1961, Pele. What, what are you guys talking about? You know, and you know, black people, they go, no, there's a brother playing soccer. They go, no, he's from Chile. He's a, but he's black, so we followed it. He did a bicycle kick. I lost my mind. I said, this brother flipped up backwards and kicked the ball? What? And all of a sudden, so, but other than that, I've never seen it done. You know, hockey, same thing. You need to be exposed to it. I don't want the mothers that have to go from Bethesda, have to go to Baltimore for the kids to play hockey. We not have a rink in the city. You not have a rink in the neighborhood. So with all these developments, when things come up, if we go to Alexandria, put a rink up. So mamas don't have to go two miles, I mean 25 miles or whatever, to get to a rink. Make sense? If, if, if somebody going to get rich, let's everybody share in it. You know, and last but least, because I missed this point last week, and I wanted to make sure I said this. I don't care what happens with sports. If you get rich, I, I'm glad you're rich. But for God's sakes, put something aside so teachers don't have to be rich to live in the neighborhoods so they can teach kids and families. We got to make it more convenient for educators. The teachers can afford to live in neighborhoods so they can teach kids they can't afford to live in neighborhoods. We got to make some provisions for to help educators. All right? That's it. That's all I'll say on the matter. Appreciate it. Back in a minute. Shout out to all of you that have been so supportive today. DOC, in for Greg Hoffman. Hoffman on a world tour. And uh, your boy will be rock steady all week long. So we're going to lean on you and um, ask that you go double duty. Some of you canines, we're going to ask you to uh, to do what we know you have in you because that's how you built. <laughs> you built for the long haul. You can climb uphill, and um, I, I know you'll do it because you, you're built for success. And, and speaking of that, the wizard, long socks. When long socks weren't in, he made them in. You know, how many people can say they have a brand? I didn't I don't know that, you know, Tiger um Sunday Red. I don't know if Walt was able to trademark the knee socks. You never did trademark that, did you? 
I did not. I went, I, if I had it to do over again, I would trademark that. And, you know, when I, I was the first one when you hit that three to put the threes up, you know. That's right. And then all of a sudden, That's everybody right. started doing that That's as well, right. man. So, you know, I have a little bit of a trendsetter right there, and I didn't get to get a chance to capitalize on it. <laughs> well, it's not too late, was it? It's never too late. You know, when you got as long as John Holiday has a microphone, <laughs> anything is possible. Because there's nobody better at promoting a brand, brand, brand promotion. Nobody on the planet is better than Johnny Holiday. So, and do that, man, and give him a big old hug for me, man. I, I miss that dude so much, man. He's uh, an absolute living legend. And um, I think of big time celebrations like an All Star Weekend and. I think a holiday, you know, and coach, and 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 I think of uh, Gary. I just think of big time moments, and and we just had another one with Caitlin Clark, and I keep thinking about this woman. I saw her at the Infinity, and she her demeanor. I mean, she's a cold blooded killer. I have never seen a flinch. Oh yeah, she 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 won it all. She won all that smoke, man. Uh, she she ready for the moment every time. Um, she's not afraid, you know. She she attacks the moment, and, uh, and that's the great thing about her. Uh, and uh, you know, she's not all that animated. She's real cool with it, man. I, I like that. I like that when you out there and you're doing your thing and you act like uh, it's normal stuff, you know. And so uh, that's how she is, man. She got she got some. Um, some cool swag, but she got the game to go with it as well. I mean, she can she can take it on all three levels: spot up threes from pro range, uh, mid range, uh, get to the rack. But the biggest thing about her, the reason why she's able to consistently put up numbers like that is because she can pass the ball. So when you try to show her a lot of attention, yeah. she takes advantage of that, and then she makes you hesitate because she can take advantage of, of you showing her touch so much attention. And when you hesitate and flinch, uh, you know, she can, she can get her own shots off. So that's what makes her so dangerous is, is her full vision. You know, Kevin, uh, Sheehan, you know, whenever you get Sheehan, he had a rare moment where he went off the turp um, business and actually – gave another university a little bit of credit and um and he did and he no but you gotta love him. When you got him on your side, you don't need anybody else. And and that's why I love him so much because our 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 university have so much in common this year because we share this. We may not be in the final four run, but what we share is that our passion for defensive basketball we couldn't hit a barn side of a barn. Um, UCLA's gotten a little bit better offensively, but the de- when you don't score the ball well, but yet you play defense and you don't give up on your defense, that is so weirdly odd. Yet the two universities seem to have that in common, and nobody else seems to have that. And it's a good thing because nobody else would seems to be able to do it. And I got to believe – there's somewhere down the road that's going to pay dividends. Well, yeah, I, I think that it's a, it's a culture there. You know, um, this coaching staff has uh, made sure that we can have in tune on a defense again. You know, when you talk about defense, that's just about the effort. 
and uh, being smart out there, making sure you're executing the game plan. You know, offensively, that's a little bit tougher. You know, it's your skill set, you know, mentally being in a rhythm and having some uh, comfort level out there and things like that. But on the defensive end, you know, it's just about your effort. And they give a great effort, and they, this coaching staff, they make sure of it. And I, I can tell you honestly, I don't know nothing about that, Doc. I'm, I'm on that offense again, man. I'm putting up this bucket. <laughs> so I don't know nothing about that, man. <laughs> so I can bite off to them, you know. Hey, do that thing, man. <laughs> but they don't, and I, and I don't understand. I mean, it's hard. To understand now, I mean, three-point shot now, I mean, it's it's it's, it's like oxygen. It, it, it's it got to be there. And I, I see Reese and the guy, he's a big, he gives you effort. You guys, the effort has not been a problem. It's got to be frustrating when shots don't drop. Do you sense anything positive about a potential spurt? Well, I, I think that when you, when you can consistently play defense the way they, they, they do, you always give yourself a chance to win. Um, offensively, they just have to understand who they are. They are not a three-point shooting team. They are a team that gets to the basket, get into that paint area, and score from there and get to the free throw lines. Um, if they can do those things with it consistently, and also finish them off defensive possessions to rebound with the ball so they can get out in transition and create a little bit more easier opportunities that way. That's where they can make their hay on the offensive end. And if they can get the flow going offensively, I mean, they can be a handful. They can be a trouble for anyone because of what they can do on the defensive end. If your, if your team is a team that uh, scores from the wing, which is most teams in, uh, most, most teams in college, then the Terps have an opportunity there because that's where, that's where their best defenders are. They, they defend well as a team, but individually they have so many guys on the wing, on the perimeter, that can guard guys. So um, they can nullify uh, anything uh, these other teams can do on the offensive end on any given night. So it's just about them understanding who they are and creating those opportunities for themselves on the offensive end. Wizard, always, man, nothing but love for you. I'm going to ask you a question that Sheehan would ask you if he yeah. were here. Um, who do you think will be representing the NBA in the finals? Oh, man, that is a tough one. Woo. You know what? I like the way the Clippers are playing right now. And uh, I know Denver has Joker, right? So he's that extractor. He's a guy that can just dominate the game. But I think the depth of the Clippers, man. I think that they can go so deep. And this guy that uh, you've never really heard of as much that's getting it done. And I think that what's underrated is the way that James Harden is playing and how unselfish uh, he is and how he gets guys the ball real early and, and make the game much easier for them. So I like the Clippers on the, on the, on the west side. Um, on the east side, I like Boston. Okay. Uh, Boston has been consistent as well. Um, I think that, that that team right there, they have the experience. When you're talking about Brown and Tatum, I mean, you know, those guys are good. And I think the X Factor group through all of that, man, he's something else. Guys don't really understand what he can do offensively. So, uh, you know, uh, they, they know what he can do defensively, but offensively, I think that he's going to be an X Factor. Brown, Tatum, and um, a Holiday, I mean, you know, they're just a good defensive team. And so I think you'll see Boston versus Clippers, man. Well, I sure hope that don't happen. All right, Wizard, you the man. Yeah, my son, man. Also, I'll never hear the end of that. 
Oh, my God. The Celtics, if they get there before we do, purple and gold, I'll never be able to live that down. All right, my brother, enjoy the All-Star weekend. Yeah. All right, good deal. That's the wizard, man. As Coach would say, simply one of the best. All right, Brother Haney, that will do it for um, Massenburg. That's a good one. Yes, sir. Can we go to break on that? Yes, right. we can. Good deal. Well, for those of us that work Saturday and Sundays, you know, it's just another day. <laughs> it's just another day. I like them all, especially the ones I get paid on. Those just have a little better feeling than the those that the days that I don't. So, but it's all good, you know. It's it uh, it is all good. And a shout out to uh, to Brad Jackson, Tony Massenberg, Walt Williams, the fellows, and and all of you that uh, that kicked in today to help us uh, make sure that we let Brother Hoffman have a very controlled day off because he's a worry ward. You know, and his attention to detail guy, which I respect and love that. And I just want him to be able to relax. I honestly don't know how Craig ever relaxes because I don't ever envision Hoffman not working. You know, I think he's, I think he's either planning something, working on a machine, or he's in a gym. You know, in other words, if you ask me, how does Craig relax? I would say he doesn't. Unless he sleep. <laughs> Unless he sleep. Unless he sleep. Uh, I honestly do not. I don't like. Like I don't have a picture of Craig Hoffman relaxing unless he sleep. Like you ask me to okay. Envision G from the shop relaxing. Oh, I got him down, dead killer, <laughs> yeah. killer. I got him, no problem. You uh-huh. know, I, I Big Tony, <clears throat> not a problem. Uh, you know, um, you think Sabah never relaxes? Oh, she relaxes. Most people, I can, I can think of it clearly. It, it's no problem. I don't ever envision. Um, Hoffman relaxing. So that's why I always ask you, I go, what is he doing? He's traveling. He's going somewhere, you know. He reminds me so much of my oldest. And I go, where are you going? He went to Colorado to do what? To snow, snowboard? Snowboard or ice ski or, mm-hmm. you know, I said the other night, I go, well, what are you going to do? He's just running three or forties, running the top six marathons in the world. I go. You mind me ask you why? You know because because he can. You know people who want to run twenty six point two, have a purpose, because it exists. It's a boundary, like Hoffman. There's a boundary. It's it's the competitive part of a person, and they outline it, and it's pretty universally known that marathons are. It's a club. There's a group of people. It's a pretty large group of them, too. And it's a it's a universal set number. They didn't make it up. It's set. And then you want to be a part of the club or not. You want to be in the club. And everybody knows what the distance is. And there's a time 
level, zone, that you kind of respectable unit, they go, okay, not only did you do it, but what time did you do it in? And it's not like a race race, but it is a respectable time that you go, oh, you did it in two, what are, oh, yeah, cool, you in. You know, it's like that special handshake. You know, brother handshake. Everybody knows what that is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's awesome. Where did you run in Tokyo? Did you run in Germany? Did you do, you know, they know all over Boston, um, you know, wherever they, they, it's like you get your badge. It's like you having your frat, you know, when you pledge. That's an honorable thing. It means the world to tons of people to have qualified a certain level that others have equal. You know, military has it. You know, that's the ultimate levels of it. And then even within the military, which obviously means you are a badass, then there's a level within that level. It's called special forces. This within that. And then there's a circle within the circle. And I think that's the part that's so unique, which drives us to the point of pro sports and all this stuff people competing for, trying to get that ring, trying to get in that circle, that Hall of Fame, that that ring of honor, all these certain levels. And then we're picking a staff, and we're trying to put that gumbo together. That's why I always give my boy all the credit in the world, Brian Keith Mitchell. Why? Because he's a grown-ass man who can put together a dish. And my father was a chef in the Marines like his father was, is in the Army. And when I see a man that can put together and assemble a dish that is traditionally done figuratively by your grandmother, your mother, and they say, like the old folks, they put your foot in it, now, you know I had to see it. I've seen him do it. Every step of the way, the boy ain't no joke, boy, bad. He's a bad man. Now, you've tasted it, right? He's brought it in year after year after year. Tell you how bad he is. He feed the whole company. Now, you know a dude that didn't have a whole bunch of comedy, he bring you in a bowl, right? Oh, he might feed a few people. He might in a pot. What did this dude do? Feed the whole floor. Whole floor. He feed the whole floor. And there'd still be leftovers. No, and he, this is what he do do now. And he just look at you and go, put, they got no equal. He dropped his foot. Now, we got people twerping. Oh, man, I can do, but you never see them. They don't show up, right? All they do is talk, right? We have a friend. We won't mention his name. Always tell me how many people, deer he killing and, he puts photographs up, refrigerator full of, but you don't know if it's his refrigerator. You don't know if it's his dairy kill, but he gives you the feeling that he's the deer hunter and all that. But we know. That's what I love about this whole thing is, you know, put up, shut up competition. And now here we go again. The staff. Good looking. You know what it is? It's a really intriguing group of competitive people. That seems like they're going to leave their ego in the glove box of their cars. And they're going to walk into a building. And they're going to say to Josh. And they're going to say to Peters. You leave, we'll follow you. And then they're going to say, how are we going to do this? 
And I really believe that there's a, such a thing as a suggestion box that should list for maybe one day. And then after that, the head man's going to write on the board. You're going to copy what he writes down. Then you take it to your troops and you tell them that this is the way we're going to roll. And then his feet's on the ground. Then we're going to go. So I feel good. Now, what that means grade-wise to me, I think that's a waste of time. We will only know after the opener. And then you won't know till the first month. And then you won't really be know till the first half of the season. It's going to take time. This is not a miracle drug process. But I have, I'm encouraged. Yeah, I'm encouraged. Yeah. Real things. We're not going to be sick this year. Real people. Five and 11, not very good. Set into real microphones. You know, the culture is actually damn good. Yes, sir. Doc. I like this, man. It's real things. And look, we couldn't end this show without real things. And uh, Randy Moss was actually just on um, the Let's Go Pod uh, cast with Julian Edelman and Tom Brady. And he talked about how much he hated meetings. I got to ask you about it after we hear from arguably one of the goats. And Randy didn't love, let's just say, meetings. Randy would, would go around and say, these meetings right here going to make me want a mother tire. <laughs> he used to say that all the time. So we had a bad practice. Randy brings in all the receivers. And we're all sitting there like, yeah, we got Randy Moss. You know, he's going to tell us. He goes, you mother you better get your going because we're going to have to meet because this dumbass practice we just had right here. And I can go retire over this. Hey, and when I used to talk to Billy O'Brien and say, hey, coach, we got this. Did he let us go or did he keep us? He let us go. All right, then. All he right. let us go. All right. Yeah, that was good old Randy. Doc, you like me? I like whatever Art Monk said he liked. And oh. John Riggins said he liked, okay. I like it. If they didn't like it, I didn't like it. Hey, man, let me tell you something. Whatever the bell cows like, I like. That's what we going with. Yeah, because we going on third down, we going to James Arthur Monk, or we going to John Riggins. Yeah. And whatever they like, I like. I got you there. Yeah. Uh, and then we got to uh, play Kaylin Clark after her historic performance yesterday. I don't know if you can really script it any better, and uh, I thought we played really well tonight and thought our defense could have been a little better, but um, just to do it in this fashion, I'm very grateful. I'm very thankful to be surrounded by so many people that have kind of been my foundation and everything that I've done since I was a young little girl. And um, I started crying watching that video just because, like, I'm I'm just filled with so much gratitude and love, and um, the way the fa- these fans support women's basketball is so much special. Is so special, and um, yeah, I mean, you all knew I was going to shoot a logo three for the record. Come on, Alice. Love her. Gotta love her. Love her. All right, that's going to do it for us, Doc. Yeah. I'll see you next week. Monday. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>